You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big Woo. Yo, what's up? What's happening? What's going on? Welcome to Off Topic Sports. I'm your man, Big Boo. Got my man, James J.T. Thompson in the building. Expecting Adonis, Donnie Martin, maybe Big Les, maybe uh, J.B. Mr. 299. But you got us right now, man. If you want to get in on the program, it's 704-489-3316. Thanks, everybody, listening live on BigWooRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store. And all the iPhone people that search this out on their podcast app, we appreciate that. Uh, man, we got... Football, of course. We got football. Run CMC for MVP. Carolina Panthers win again. Oh, well, they bounced back <laughs> after getting a brutal beatdown um, last week. So they bounced back and get a victory over the Tennessee Titans today. Well, we got NBA to talk about. The Lakers look good. The Clippers look good on the West Coast. There's one team that don't look so good. And. That's the Golden State Warriors. Oh, whoa, what a difference a year makes. Um, after getting beat to the uh, Toronto Raptors, they, uh, you know, come back this season without Kevin Durant, without Klay Thompson, and now without Steph Curry. Draymond Green can't get it done by itself. And the supporting cast, they will not help either. Uh, I want to bring my man James J.T. Thompson in. He's the... He's the uh, Warriors fan. What's going on, JT? I'm good, man. I'm only I'm only aided by the karma that happened today by the Jets losing to the Dolphins. Looked like karma came back around mm. to win the team, <laughs> be the team that had to be. Wow. Wow. What did, how did they beat us? Good God Almighty. That's one loss that's going to be on our record that's going to make us look real bad. But we'll get into all that in just a few minutes. Let's shout out our sponsors and supporters. Man, we got what, 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 Wood Forest National Bank. <laughs> Go to woodforest.com. Men's Warehouse of Rock Hill, South Carolina, Gaston in North Carolina. 24K Rides, uh, 24K Rides of Rock Hill, 24krides.com is the site. TCB 5400. Club at 5400 Nevin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. Warren Publishing, go to warrenpublishing.net. Clover Parks and Recreations, Winthrop University, Porter Decals. The Hydrocephalus Association of America, please go to nomorebrainsurgeries.org. Primetime Players Basketball, Coach Chris Thomas. The Connected Group, Mr. Kevin Glover. New Soul Music, Mr. Dark Eye. Blacktopia Society, some guy named Jay. Spring Hill Credit Solutions, graysheepdigital.com. That's G-R-E-Y, sheepdigital.com. Below the deck, Mr. Nick. Faults Enterprise Management, Tony Nicole, SMG, Mr. J Lock. Hats off to you, Couture, Ms. Bianca, and of course, All About Us Radio. Thank you again so much for joining us, man. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to get into some sports and things, uh, some sports scores to get you back up to date or keep you up to date if you're listening to us and trying to watch football at the same time. We'll keep you abreast of what's going on around the league. Um, um, also want to remind everybody about the uh, Feed of Family. Uh, Big Wood Radio is doing its annual Feed of Family for Thanksgiving. So please definitely shoot us an email if you know a family in need uh, to be you know, served or taken care of or, or well, given uh, an opportunity to, to have dinner with their family on Thanksgiving. So uh, you can 
shoot that email over to JT at BigWooRadio.com. That's JT at BigWooRadio.com. I appreciate everybody that uh, participated in that. All right, JT, let's start with Run CMC for MVP. Man, it, it doesn't. It never fails. No matter the, the game plan from the other team, they they decide they're gonna come in and they they decide that they're not going to let Christian McCaffrey beat them. That's what that was the game plan for the Tennessee Titans going into the game today, and he just proceeded to just be who he is and just run, run, run. He had an eighty yard run. Um, that got in the end zone to just put the nail in the coffin on the Tennessee Titans, and he had two other touchdowns, 160 some odd yards from scrimmage, uh, receiving yards, rushing yards. I think he had like 140, 120 something rushing yards. I have to look all that up. But um, JT, this boy is a beast. I mean, can you deny him as MVP, or at least putting can can you deny putting him in the running for MVP this year? Yeah, definitely lead candidate with uh, injury to Patrick Mahomes. I think he is the leading candidate, um, best running back in the league, and leading candidate. Uh, when you know a running back and you know a team is running the ball and they still are successful, <laughs> like, y'all putting in work, man. I mean, yeah. We, we can't even call it a predictable offense. I mean, the guy gets the ball and he makes it happen. Yeah. And it's something that I know we were having this conversation when he first came to the league. I know that there was a difference in opinion about what this young man was going to be able to do. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, he is taking the Carolina Panthers on his shoulders, and he is carrying them. And then, so, I mean, you have got to give credit where credit is due. This young man is an all-world player. I mean, he gets it done. And um, thank God for him because if, if he wasn't on the squad or something, some kind of injury was going on with him, yep, yep. And Kyle Allen is all you had to look at. You've been on turn the TV. <laughs> Might as well turn the TV off because that's that's a wrap. Uh, there was a scary moment. I think when he had that long touchdown run, he ended up in the end zone. Uh, he got up a little slow, like it was like a you know a heart stopping moment. You know what I mean? You're like holding your breath for a minute, but he got up. But he's and he is a tough dude, man. He's a tough guy. He takes a lot of abuse on that football field, but he just keeps getting up, keep coming at you, and just keep getting giving you touchdowns. He's got 13 touchdowns, man. It was we just in week nine. He's got 13 touchdowns on the season already, um, leading the NFL in touchdowns. Um, just leading the NFL in, I think, I'm pretty sure, yards from scrimmage. Uh, like you said, the best NFL and the most valuable player on the, for the Carolina Panthers. And I know people thought, you know, when Cam went down, um, well, we didn't know how long he was going to be out, but we – most certainly did not believe. I can't, No one in their right mind thought the Carolina Panthers would, with Kyle Allen would go, what What are they, uh, four and one with Kyle Allen at, at the helm? Yeah, only, so, only one loss, man. Like, one one loss. One. It was a bad one. It was a bad one now. It was, it was a bad loss against the, the 49ers, but um, they they just rolling along, man. And, and so the, 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 the chance – for Carol, uh, uh, Cam Newton to not come back is, uh, I think, is getting louder. Uh, I don't think the fans really 
are excited about you know Cam Newton coming back. I, I don't. What is your What is your thought and, and what is your you know uh, you got your finger on the pulse of the uh, of the fan base of uh, the Carolina Panthers fan base and what what are your thoughts on on how they feel about you know well obviously we love Kyle Allen um, but are are we that you know are, are we interested in Cam coming back? There's like no you know when Cam's coming back. There's no even no questions. What are your thoughts about that, JT? I think it's a it's kind of a mix of you, you, especially in the last two weeks, because um, Kyle Allen's um, you know play has been kind of subpar. But I will say this: Cam Newton coming back healthy is more so the question. And now that right. he has seeked um, a second and third opinion on his foot, I think that's a legitimate concern. And the only way that they're putting it out there is that he's going to be out. He's not, he doesn't have to have surgery, but he's going to be out several more weeks. And it's kind of like. The gift and the curse, because I look at it like this, Carolina Panthers are a playoff team right now. Yeah. And if I have a healthy Cam Newton that will be returning probably week 13, 14, that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? As long as Kyle Allen doesn't get hurt, if he either manage the game and just hand the ball off to McCaffrey, in the case they throw a touchdown pass, Carolina Panthers have a good problem going into, you know, going into the latter part of the season where a lot of teams will be beat up and, Little nagging injuries here and there. If Cam Newton is 100% on the back side of a long NFL season, you've got to, you've got to put the Carolina Panthers in, in the conversation of NFC championships and being able to, to, to make a strong run because yeah. a healthy Cam Newton that has not played a whole lot means that his body hadn't taken a whole lot of punishment like usual. That's going to be a nice problem to have. Yeah, only thing I worry about is you know him not being having that the ability to have uh, the reput rep, rep, reputation not the reputations the repetitions with his wide receivers as we bring in uh, Coach uh, Gray into the program. What's going on, Coach? How you doing? Hey, doing great, man. How you guys doing today? Doing very yeah, well. Doing very well. The Carolina Panthers won, so we happy about that. Run CMC kept just just showing out, man. He just shows up and shows out. Uh, with 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 teams coming in, uh, you know, their game plan is to stop him, and they just can't do it, coach. They just can't do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, coach, again, we want to thank you. Before we get started on the um, uh, t- talking about the Ravens, um. I just want to take the time on behalf of, of me and, and all the guys here. Uh, appreciate you uh, calling into the show and being a part of the program, man. We really enjoy it uh, talking to you and talking about your football team and, and watching their growth and their development uh, over the next coming coming years with the guys that you got. So we definitely appreciate that, Coach. Oh, man, it's a pleasure being on. Uh, you know, a lot of times people only want to step out in the public when they're doing great or having a success, but I believe it's right. all a part of the process. Absolutely. You know, so I enjoy just being able to talk about where we are, what we're trying to accomplish uh, with you guys each week. Okay. Uh, so thanks again. Uh, uh, Coach, let's get into to the game. Heartbreaker. Definitely a heartbreaker at home against Independence. Last home game. Uh, a heartbreaker. A long run at the end of that game. 99-yard run uh, that, that put the game out of reach uh, uh, for you guys. 
just talk about that. Yeah. You know, that you know, working so hard and playing so hard the whole game, and and you guys had to go in the, the your guys had to go in the locker room a little down on yourself uh, for losing such a close game to a good team like Independence. Uh, talk about which yeah. how how you consoled them in the locker room, Coach. Well, I mean, you know, again, each week we talk about working through adversity and, you know, staying focused. And it's it's definitely tough to keep kids in the boat. Uh, but I yeah. think, again, I have a great group of kids. Each week we've come back after a loss, and you see their effort is still there. Their, their, their drive is still there. It's just, you know, it's – you 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 kind of you use a subject or a topic of the things that you could have done early on. Right. You know you can't take for granted that you're going to get other opportunities to get wins. You know games that we let slip away mm. kind of start now to mean more uh, as the simple fact that you 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 at the end of the end of the road. Um, but you know playing a cross town rival or. A new we're we're starting to make it a rival because we won the last two years. The first eight years they won eight mm. straight. Wow. Uh, but but being in the game, being in the lead of the game, um, it, it's hard because the kids knew that they had uh, we had the game in hand. Mm. Uh, you know, and even when they came back and took the lead by one, you know, we had a minute and some change left. And all we had we had a great kickoff return, and uh, we got the ball on our forty yard line with a minute and thirteen. All I needed was about twenty five yards, and my field goal kicker is pretty consistent mm. inside the twenty yard line. And you know, all we had to do was take our time, and I think we wind up coming out on first down and throwing an interception. Wow! And that just kind of that kind of led to the 99 yard run. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and like I told our kids coming out, out of that, I said, guys, it's not as bad as it looks. They had the ball on the uh, half yard line. We can get a safety. You know, we up by one, right. <laughs> you know, now, absolutely, yeah. you know, and so it's still trying to get our kids to not just fall to pieces when adversity happens. Cause, sure. Uh, forcing me independence call the timeout. I was going to have to call my last timeout just to get our guys to understand that we only down one. They got mm-hmm. the ball on the half yard line. All we got to do is make a play in the end zone, you know, and then we win the game or we mm-hmm. lead by one, right. you know. So th- that's where, where we are, you know, and I tell our coaching staff, we see the talent, but mentally that's where we are. And yeah. That's what we are in the process of building them up to where you play 48 minutes, not 44 minutes, right. not 43 minutes, but the whole 48. The whole 48 so, to the last buzzer goes. Yeah, we'll eventually be there. Uh, and I, I, I see it, uh, but, you know, it just it takes time to to get kids to uh, to believe like that. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, uh, one thing my wife talked my wife told me a couple of weeks ago, she said, you can't schedule this tough schedule like that again. <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, you're right. I said, I'm about to rethink, rethink how I put our schedule together, you know? Right. But I, I do, I do like uh, the fact that you do schedule tough teams uh, uh, coaching it. And it, um, 
of course is you know no, nobody wants to lose we, we get we understand that everybody understands that yeah but if you're learning from from losing and you you have a young squad and they're growing and they're going to they're going to you know they don't they don't want the feeling of losing so they're going to do everything they can to win and right. you know with the guys that you got um you talk really highly of them so i know that they're going to be motivated to get the job done whoever you put in front of them um uh, you know and i think you, you you had mentioned this on the on the last time you were here uh about you know um the development that's going to happen with these guys due to that. And the fact that you said, you also said that you would probably, you know, schedule a little different to get, to get that confidence so they can maintain yeah. that confidence throughout the season and, and know that, you know, what they have, because you lose it and you kind of doubt yourself, you know, get toward the end of the season, you kind of doubt what you have and what you, what you, you know, what you are doing as a player, but in the off season, then you learn from that. You learn from that, you grow, right. You get better, and you try to get better because you, this is going to determine who is the 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 wants to become a dog in this game, or you know if you want right. to just be you know uh, if you don't want to play no more. So that's going to de- decide determine if they if they come back, then you know you got something. But if they don't come back, then right. you know it, they, it wasn't meant to be because they can't stand they can't handle the you know the tough the, the what it calls for to play in this game coach so i think you're doing the right thing keep doing what you're doing if you want to schedule a couple light games and that's all right that's that's fine too right. but um i do i do i really do recommend that you continue continue to um you know do what you feel is best for for your team yeah um of course and, and absolutely. That's, that's that's part of the process you know mm-hmm. And my wife was saying that because she felt more bad for me. And then I said, well, I'm not worried about yeah. that because I know all of the games we were in, it's just a matter of a play here, play there. Yeah, yeah. And that's a part of the teaching process is to getting our young folks to focus or have a tunnel-like focus and not be distracted mm-hmm. uh, and, and be able to maintain their attention. And a yeah, lot absolutely. of this stuff, not just football, it translates over into their everyday lives. If some of them, absolutely, some of our students, student athletes, have the same issues in the classroom, mm. and so what we're what we're teaching is trying to get our young folks to to focus, to be able to understand what your assignment is, and to be able to do it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And so that expectation uh, it, it minimizes your mistakes, but it also allows you to play to your fullest potential. Yes. I think as we get there and, and we will, you know, and, and, and I said that jokingly, uh, but she knows me that I'm not going to just go and schedule a bunch of cupcakes so right. our kids can just roll over. <laughs> right. because that doesn't, right. that, doesn't that doesn't help, help. you really. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's a, a, a iron, as there's a saying, iron sharpens iron. Mm. And so you, you can't, you can't get tough without being put through tough situations. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I'm still excited about the kids that we got coming back. I'm excited about some of our seniors that are, you know, have some opportunities. They're going to get to go and play some college ball. Mm. And so we're putting the building blocks in, in the place. And I think our kids will take these experiences and they'll look back and reflect and say, man, if we could have done this, yeah. you know, 
that we had done this, and now we build on that in the offseason like you talked about. Yep. Uh, and it's close games uh, that you lose. I mean, the ball bounces one way, and uh, you have a yes. different call in some of these games. You know, it, it could be a whole different uh uh, record that you have and yes. and yes. um and I think they I think they know that you know as players and you know uh, smart kids I think they know that they still are you know competitive you know being competitive right. is important and you you want to win and, and and that's great uh but going out there giving your all and being competitive is you know what it's all about and that's how you eventually win and you just just can right. remain competitive uh do all you can do your job on the field and uh it'll turn around uh let me bring my yeah. man james j t thompson here my co-host uh uh he wants to talk to you coach and we ain't gonna hold you up too much longer we're gonna we're gonna let you go, because I know you okay. got you got games coming up. Uh, you still got more games. This is the last home game, but you got is it two more away games or is that the, is it no, one more? This is our last game this week because we didn't get to make up the West Met game, so we'll finish up at Garrison this Friday. Okay, finish up at Garrison uh, this Friday. So uh, mm-hmm. go out going out with a bang, uh, hopefully. Hopefully, yes, sir. Yep. yep. JT, come on in, man. Definitely, um, Coach Gray. Let me say this, man. What the the lessons that that those kids are getting is one that they may not be able to see until after it's, it's all said and done. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's not about the wins and losses, man. It's about what what you can grab from the season. You know, as far as what the coaches are, are, are stealing in you. And you said something yeah. interesting about kids getting to move on. You know, what I'm saying as far as education and and being able to play college ball and kids learning from the experience. Um, <clears throat> the biggest thing that you can, you know, get from a kid is when kids say, thank you for instilling in me. Thank you for taking a time out mm-hmm. to work with me. Thank you for not making it all about wins and losses, but but about making, you know, about my character and right. and, and where I'm going to go in this life. So, man, first of all, I want to salute to you and the coaching staff for doing that because when you, when you, when you bring that kind of culture to your football squad, you, you bring you bringing more than just football. You making it about their life and making sure that they be young men they can make it in this in this in this environment, man. So kudos sure. to you, you know y'all for that. Oh man, thank you so much. Uh, you know this week was our senior week, so one of the, the things that we pride ourselves or the traditions that we're creating at Rocky River is we had a senior dinner Wednesday night where we had our kids, all of our seniors. They had an opportunity to bring in somebody that has played a, a, a role in their lives and getting them to this year. And so what I challenge our kids to do is is to bring somebody and then tell them thank you, you know, for whether it was a coach, a teacher, or uncle, or auntie, whatever, mm-hmm. that has been there for them and helped them through tough situations, helped them get to that senior year. And so, man, we had opportunity to, to, to fellowship and eat dinner. And like I say, in building this culture, we're building also traditions that our kids will be able to take memories and say, you know what, like you said before, you know, they, they can take this stuff through life and say, you know what, I got people around me that love me. Because a lot of times our young people forget that they have a support system. They have folks that are looking in for their best interest or have their best interest at heart. And so we were able to do that Wednesday. And I got calls from parents saying, you know, this is what it's about. Yeah, we like to win games, but the fact that you take time to honor our kids and honor us at the same time mm-hmm. was huge. And so we we know we got to continue. 
you know, and, and get better at, at the X's and O's and finishing and, and, and doing some of the fundamental things that help you win games. But we also know we're doing some good stuff that our kids and our parents will be able to take on. So, you know, I'm glad my child was a part of that program. Yeah, absolutely. Can't ask for more than that, man. Um, so going into, going into, oh, JT, were you done? I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I was done, man. I just, um, you know, wanted to, you know, see no sentiments because I know how important that is yeah. to, you know, make it about the kids and pouring back into them because, Sometimes you you know you win 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 and sometimes you lose the sight of the fact that you're preparing a young man for another step in life and to go mm-hmm. out in this world. So mm-hmm. you know I'm just you know super proud of the fact that we're tied with a program at uh, Rocky River High School that that prides themselves on pouring back to the youth and preparing these young men for the next step in life. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so so coach, you got the um, you have uh, Garinger um, on the road next week. Um, so mm-hmm. how soon, you know, after that game is over and the season is done and I, I know y'all unwind and try to, you know, uh, catch your breath and get back mm-hmm. into, you know, normal life, <laughs> I guess. But how yeah. soon, how soon do you get back in the office and just start, you know, start working on the, the next season? I know you're going to take some time off, uh, but, but yeah. how soon before you actually get back into, into the well, uh, process? Well, I got a birthday coming up Sunday. Okay, so happy early birthday! Take, I, I, so I know I have to take that day off. Right, uh, and then me and my wife are going on a cruise. Oh, nice! December seventh, and and we're going to take some time out. But as soon as we get back from uh, Christmas break, mm-hmm. uh, well, actually, my staff and I will have a closeout meeting, and we'll start talking about. We'll just talk about the year and some of the things that we feel right. like we could do better. We'll finish up uh, uh, marking up our film and getting that stuff ready to start building our spring program and our summer program. Okay. And then we'll come back after the break. After I do my coach evaluations, I'll see, do we need to add a few coaches here or there? What do we need? I'll sit down with my AD. I'll ask my AD and my principal to do evaluation on me every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to go. I don't, I don't just do evaluation on my coaches. And nobody evaluates me, so I asked them to do an evaluation on the program. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, to see to see the things that they see from from the outside, looking in some things that we can improve on, some things that we did well. After we get that done, we'll have a, a, a beginning of the year meeting in January, and we'll start planning spring and the summer. Uh, we'll start setting our dates for camp, and then you know we'll start doing after school workouts you know, three days a week in the weight room uh, and doing some special stuff like with our quarterbacks, our linemen, you know, fundamental stuff that they can do, 45-minute yeah. to hour sessions, three days a week, and we'll start, you know, refocusing and, and planning for the next season. You know, it does – I don't coach any other sports for that reason. Right. So I want to make sure that, you know, I cover – I go back and, and scrape over everything that we've done. I look at our practice schedules to see if those things – Mm. Work well for us. I look to see if we need to add something, take stuff away. Again, we sit down as a coaching staff, and then we evaluate each coach. I send, we plan our – like we're, we're already planning to go to some different coaching clinics uh, so we can get nice. better as coaches. Mm-hmm. I talked to my coaches today about – and I let our coaches know, we're doing everything that we know to do. Now we got to go find out what we're not doing. 
Right. Right. Absolutely. And, and so, and that's that's what we'll do. Like I say, I, I take a few weeks off, spend some time with my wife, and you know, uh, make sure I get that quality time in. Like mm-hmm. I say, when we hit January, when we get to January, the plans will be made, and we'll we'll start for the off season stuff. You know, mm. for, so far as getting the kids on the field a couple of days a week, just right. working some fundamental stuff, that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. So pretty, pretty, pretty soon. I mean, that's, that's yeah. early to get, you know, cause it's a, you know, it's, it's not a long, it is a long season, but uh, it's, it's a long time before you actually start the season, but there is such mm-hmm. a process that goes in uh, before you can even get to, you know, opening day. I uh, want to bring yeah. in uh, Donis, Donnie Martin. He gave a uh, great play by play of the game last night, coach. And I'll bring him and let him uh, talk to you and uh, then we'll, we'll let you get on out of here. Okay. Come on in. Donnie. All, right. All right. My apologies to everybody for being late, including coach. So I'm quite sure y'all oh, no. already the game and uh, very tough loss for us, man. I thought we had that one. Great yeah. game all in all. And, you know, like you said, we'll we'll get there. You know, we work in team plays hard night in and night out. But since, you know, like we are, as I came in, y'all were talking about what's good, looking forward to next season and the things that are going forward in the off season. But from a um, talent perspective, I, I, I think we bring it back Jalen Stringfellow, um, you yes. know, um, Kate Jennings and all those guys. Yes. Who are we to look out for and trying to build around for next year? And also quarterback position. I haven't gotten a chance to watch any of the senior varsity games, but what is our quarterback situation looking like for next year? And if you can, speak to the talent of the guys next year who we should be looking out for. Well, the first name you mentioned is Jalen Stringfellow. He was our JV quarterback, but he's so oh, wow. athletic. That's why we pulled him up to the varsity because we felt like he could contribute on Friday night. Right now, he had the first half of the year, the JV team was three and two under him. Uh, we wound up beating Butler. We beat uh, Porter Ridge. And, uh, I'm sorry, we didn't beat Porter Ridge because he, he was on the varsity. Um, we beat Hunter Huss, Harden, uh, lost to Mallet Creek, beat Butler. So he was three and one before we moved him up to the varsity. Mm. And so at the quarterback position, so he's such a dynamic player. He has great arm talent, great athleticism. And so we wanted to get that athleticism. We wanted to add to that because we were just kind of short at the wide receiver position or just, or not, we were not getting the production out of the wide receivers that we had. So uh, we brought him up after the harder game. I mean, after the Butler game, and so he, he will transition into the quarterback position, uh, which will give us now a kid with uh, 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 be a dual-threat dual quarterback. Mm. Uh, again, you talk about bringing Caleb Jennings back. We lose one player on our offensive line, and that's our, friend, mm. our center. That's going to be a tough spot to fill, but we got a good young offensive lineman, uh, Edward Freeman, that will come up as a junior, and we think he's going to be able to assume that role pretty pretty uh, seamlessly. And you add him to the uh, 52, Corian Sharp, 59, Gabe Palacio, uh, number 60, Tyler Green, and big 66, Kendall Stanley, who is a sophomore. You know, we're going to bring back, you know, talent to offensive line. You throw string fill at the quarterback position. You got Caleb Jennings at running back. Uh, mm. I was, we get to bring A.J. Collins back, who is just uh, a dynamic wide receiver. And we got a couple of young, 
we got a couple young receivers that will be coming up from the junior varsity that I think are going to add to that. Defensively, we'll bring back uh, uh, a few, quite a few on the defensive line. We're going to have to replace, you know, well, I don't know that we will replace Brian Greer, number 44. It's going to be tough to replace him, that linebacker. And in our secondary, we only lose we lose two people, but we had uh, a, a few that will come back with some experience this year. So I think we, we bring back a pretty good team. Uh, plus we got, like I said, we got some good young JVs that are going to come up and going to be able to help us out on varsity too. And I think just looking at our schedule, the teams that we played this year, like Mallet Creek was very senior heavy. Uh, Miles Park, senior heavy. Uh, even uh, Hunter Huss, Harden, a lot of those teams are going to lose some seniors mm. that helped mm-hmm. them this year, whereas we're bringing back some kids that, I, that will contribute, I think, a whole lot next year. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think that definitely gives us a nice heads-up advantage. A lot of them guys got to get that good experience this year, yeah. and they'll be lesser talent. So uh, all yes. around good Good job this year, and I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what we can do with them next year. Yes. Absolutely. And again, Coach, we appreciate you uh, this year hanging out with us and talking to us about the team because um, we, we're definitely curious about the development and wanting to be a part of uh, when y'all actually, you know, win that championship, man, because it's, it's coming. I just know the way you're developing them and bring them along. Um, you guys are going to be a threat and a force to be reckoned with. And, Coach, we appreciate your time uh, here at Big Woo Radio hanging out with us. Oh, man, thanks, guys, for having me. And I look forward to this relationship. Uh, growing even more uh, and you know hopefully we can get some uh, post game stuff or some pre game stuff mm. in the upcoming year some time when we can you know talk uh, one thing I talked about AD about is trying to get something set up where uh, our opposing coach can come in on a Wednesday or a Thursday mm. and we do you know a call in and we do something you know so we can really pump up the game and, and you know Oh, wow, you guys yeah. be able to talk to our opposing coach too. So that's some things that hopefully we can do next year and upcoming season. That would be great. We're uh, we definitely going to be looking forward to doing something like that. I know Donnie is uh, in your area, so he, he'll probably spend try to come through and, and spend some time at your practices, getting to know your players and, and stuff like sure. that so we can uh, uh, help build this relationship. And, uh, and and like I said, we're just lucky to be a part of what you guys are doing there at Rocky River High School, not just for the football, but for all the programs that you guys have out there and the development, that the way you, you guys guys are developing these kids is just uh amazing and uh we're, we're just grateful to be a part of it and thank you so much shout out to the ad no mr problem. steve robinson shout out to him as well yes sir yes sir and all the staff all the coaches and the staff and the principal everybody out there at rocky river thank you so much oh no problem again like i said thank you guys for having us on and uh we look forward to continuing uh what we're doing and also uh this um, building relationships with those outside that support us and and letting folks know where we are and what we're trying to do for our young folks. So, Absolutely. again, thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely, Coach. Enjoy the rest of your day. And like I said, happy early birthday if I don't get to talk to you uh, before then. <laughs> well, hey, I'm going to call I'm gonna call in Sunday okay. just because it's my birthday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're more than welcome to. You're more than welcome to, Coach. But right. we understand you don't. Look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> yep.
Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Y'all have a great week. All right. To, you you too, too, Coach. We'll talk to you soon. All right. That's Coach Orlando Gray, Rocky River Ravens. Uh, definitely um, an outstanding uh, program out there. You know, you, you feel for these kids, and you know they have to go through a year like this. But you, like they always say, you got to you got to go through something to get over something to get to the other side. So you got there's a process. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk some NFL football. What happened with your Jets today, Donnie? And uh, run CMC, my MVP. We're gonna talk some more about that, and we're gonna delve into the NBA and see what's going on with the Warriors. Can they bounce back from this tragic year? Because this is gonna be a bad one. It ain't gonna be good. It's gonna be a pretty bad one. But we'll be right back after this. You listen to Off Topic Sports. My man Donnie is in the building. JT is in the building. You got me, Big Woo. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is James JT Thompson from Big Woo Radio. Hats off to you, Couture. Everything is made, not manufactured. Your one-stop shop for handmade hats and more. How to get in touch with them? www.etsy.com/shop. Slash hats off to you, Couture. Officially endorsed by Big Woo Radio. Radio. Yo, what's up, family? This is Corey Big Woo Woods from Big Woo Radio here to talk to you about Gray Sheep Digital. That's right, Gray Sheep Digital. G R E Y Sheep Digital. Gray Sheep Digital is a digital marketing agency that helps your business attract attention in a very noisy world. They specialize in website optimization, social media growth, marketing videos, and brand awareness. So if your business is having problems with the website, the way it looks, sometimes we don't get that professional look like we want, or if you're having trouble being seen on social media, give my man Marcus Woodard, the owner and digital strategist, a call at 704-626-1599. Again, that number is 704-626-1599. You can also hit them up on Facebook and Instagram at Gray Sheep Digital. That's G-R-E-Y, Sheep Digital. You'll be glad you did. And make sure you tell them Big Woo sent you to get the friends and family discount. Listen to Big Woo Radio. I want y'all to listen to Big Woo Radio. You're listening to Big Woo Radio, home of Rocky River High School. Go Ravens. We are Raven Resilient. Be sure to download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Now back to the show with James J.T. Thompson and Corey Big Woo Woods on Big Woo Radio. Absolutely. Welcome back to the program. Uh, thanks, Coach, for joining us, man. Ooh. I'm about to turn the wrong volume down. Uh, thanks, Coach, for joining the program, man. We'll be talking to him next Sunday if he calls in. It's his birthday, so I ain't going to be mad if he don't. Uh, but uh, uh, looking forward to more from the Rocky River Ravens, man. I mean, if you're a fan of him, you you followed him this year, There's keep your head up. You know, we got there's there's more to come with this with this program, and you best believe that they're gonna get back on get on track, uh, back on track, and uh, have some put some wins under their belts. 
Um, but right now, I got my man James JT Thompson, Dallas Donnie Martin. We're gonna um, do a uh, yeah, up some sports, some score updates of some games going on in the early games that was played uh, uh, right now. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right, let me give you some scores, man. Some games. Is, uh, oh, I think my mic is too loud. I don't know. Wait. Uh, let's turn it down a little bit. Yeah, let's turn it just a little bit. Uh, let's see. Uh, who we got? Well, of course, the Carolina Panthers took care of business at home against the uh, Tennessee Titans, winning by a score of 30-20. to 20. Uh, what other early games do we have? We had, well, on Thursday, San Francisco handled Arizona 28-25. Houston over Jacksonville 28-25, I can't see y'all. 26-3. Buffalo 24-9 over Washington. Kansas City 26-23 over Minnesota. Miami. 26-18 over the New York Jets. Philadelphia 22-14 over Chicago. Pittsburgh barely squeaks past Indianapolis 26-24 of a Vinatieri field goal miss. Unbelievable. Vinatieri does not miss field goals and he really, really missed this one today. It was ugly. I mean, retirement ugly. He might need to be gone and give it up. He missed, he, he missed it so bad. I know he's a legend, probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, not many uh, kickers in the Hall of Fame, but I mean, I think he deserves to be there. Uh, all the games he won for Tom, all the Super Bowls he won for Tom Brady. <laughs> so <clears throat> we'll see what happens. All right. And yeah, just exactly. Uh, Oakland uh, game still going on in the fourth quarter. About seven minutes left in that game. Oakland is over Detroit, twenty four seventeen. Seattle and Tampa Bay are tied up. Seattle has come all the way back, and that game is uh, tied at twenty four. It's about eleven minutes left in the fourth quarter of that game. Uh, Denver seventeen, Cleveland twelve. Four minutes thirty seven seconds left in the third quarter. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, yeah. <laughs> All over Green Bay right now, twenty six to three, and that is the only games, the last games that are going on right now. And then you got Baltimore, New England tonight at eight twenty, and of course you got the Monday night game with the Cowboys and the Giants. Um, so uh, Do- uh, Donnie, before you got in, we were talking about uh, Christian McCaffrey and the game that he's had today, and the season that he just continues to have. Thirteen touchdowns. He's leading all all players in touchdowns, leading the NFL in touchdowns, uh, and I do believe he's leading the NFL in scrimmage yards. Um, so far, to me and 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 uh, JT, he's the leading uh, candidate for the MVP. How do you feel about that? Um, I 100% agree. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch the game today, but I've been saying it all year long, and there have been several other good candidates, whether it's Russell Wilson um, before he got hurt, Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers is in that conversation, of course. And, of course, you could always put Tom Brady. 
But right now, what CMC has been able to do without his starting quarterback and quote-unquote best player, which should be, that it's amazing. He's actually carried the Panthers to a 5-1 and one record. You know, Kyle Allen has a lot to do with that in defense as well. But the main catalyst for that is for CMC. And he balls in game in and game out. Even when the games where he doesn't manage to get a lot of yards, he still manages to, you know, cross that end zone and put points on the board for you. So, yeah. you know, and, and, and every now and then he's able to do what he does today, which is explode. not every now and then, on a regular basis, he's able to do what he does today, yeah. which is absolutely explode on teams. But night in, week in, week out, he gives you solid backfield play. He's one of the very few guys you can rely on in the running and passing game to help your offense. And he shows up week in and week out. Yeah, uh, without a doubt. I mean, even in the game where they got blew out, he still <laughs> he still did work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, uh, if the defense is not getting it done, then the defense is not getting it done. And in that particular game against San Francisco, the defense didn't get it done. Um, the offense was, you know, was turnovers early don't don't help. But you know, when they when they take care of the ball, the Panthers are tough to deal with, man. They they just tough to deal with. CMC is too tough to deal with. And then when you when the, when the team tries to when they, when they try to focus in on on CMC, they um then you you got uh DJ Moore doing great, having you know a great game. Uh, uh even um Curtis Samuel. Still, I mean, those wide receivers, of course, we could have, you know, we could be better in the wide receiver position, but those guys are really good, man. I think they're good enough to take the the, the Panthers along with CMC to, to the playoffs. Now, another thing we discussed was Cam Newton and, uh, you know, uh, uh, JT feels as though that, you know, uh, the Panthers are in a good situation as far as, you know, uh, Kyle Allen is playing well, you know. He he has his moments, you know. What I mean, he you know he he don't mess it up. Uh, sometimes he does, but sometimes you don't. But that, that's what you're gonna get out of a rookie quarterback. You're gonna get mistakes. You're gonna get stuff like that. But ultimately, you put the hands into your playmakers. Once you get the ball in, in, in the hands of your playmakers, good things happen. That defense still worries me, though. Uh, I want to get you guys' opinion on the camp, uh, 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 Panthers defense. And then we'll move on to talk to some talk some NBA. Uh, but what what do you guys think? I'm gonna start with you, JT. How do you feel about the Panthers' defense? They they kind of bend but don't break, or they play good in the first half, or did, or you know early in the game and play bad late. What is what is your take on on the the, the Panthers' defense, JT? Uh, I don't really have those concerns. I like to play uh, um, overall with the defense. I mean, I. I watched closely um, Shaq Thompson and his play today. Um, those guys are still playing aggressive and playing, um, you know, solid for the most part. And I think your defense has to balance off what your offense is doing. And, I mean, outside of that game last week, I mean, I've been thoroughly impressed because that defense has had to step up in yeah. games in order to steal victories and, and stop other teams. So, um, I'm in a good place where the playing for the defense. They can't do nothing but get better. Yeah. And that's another plus for the Panthers as they move forward and really take it, you know, as they got games coming up with the Saints and uh, Falcons and as well as the Bucks, and they 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 have a, a solid opportunity of overtaking and winning those games yeah. and really winning the NFC South, not just based on the offense and special teams, but their defense is going to play a key role in it as well. Absolutely. And, Donnie, you think the defense is, uh, you know, playoff caliber or Super Bowl caliber defense right now? Yeah, I actually do. I think the main concern of the defense is the front seven. I mean, it's a uh, it's a it's a defensive line, 
And with that being said, the D-line ain't too shabby. So I, I definitely like the linebacking court and the secondary actually been playing well. San Francisco just flat out outcoached them offensively. Our, our, their offensive coach outcoached the Carolina Panthers on defense. They were out of position. They were out. They were food and trick. But other than that, the Panthers did play pretty well all year long. So, um, And they, like I said, uh, go along with CMC, considering the fact that a, uh, a Super Bowl or, excuse me, MVP quarterback is out and on your bench and you've had the nerve to go 5-1. and one. Yeah, your defense and your backup and your, and your running back have collaborated together to, to keep this train moving and actually to get the, the train back on track because we started off 0-2. So right mm-hmm. now to lead into your next question, which was um, dealing with Cam being back, I say set him out for as long as you need because the last I heard, he was um, supposed to go see another specialist concerning his foot. Let him do that. Whatever it takes yeah. to make sure Cam comes back 100% healthy. As long as you're winning ball games, there's absolutely zero reason to rush and five and one while you're starting quarterback out isn't bad by anybody. <laughs> stretch of stretch of um, you know, whatever measurement measurement standard. So yeah. keep that train running until um and, and, until you absolutely until Cam is absolutely one hundred percent healthy. And then at that point, if you're eight and one, seven and two, then I actually consider leaving Kyle Allen in until he actually does have a bad game or two in a row. But um, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But for right now, let Cam take his time, get himself healthy. Take his time, come back healthy, 100% healthy. Not none of this, you know, 70, 80%, whatever. Just let him get completely healthy. This is this is a good thing. You know what I mean? This is a good thing. They keep winning. They keep rolling, you know, uh, outside of the loss to San Francisco. But they keep rolling. They keep winning. I mean, because they could have easily done like they done last year and just gave up. Because that seemed like what they done last year when they got beat, when they got blew out by Pittsburgh. They, I mean, they just went way downhill from there. It was like uh, they just went, took, uh, uh, went home for the summer or for the winter or whatever. I don't, I don't know what they done, but it was awful. I want to bring my man Big Les into the building. What's going on, Big Les? What's happening? What's happening? I know I'm a little late, but um, I got tricked on the time change. I forgot to change the clock. And I looked at it, it said 7 o'clock. I said, man, I'm late. <laughs> and I got caught in this, yeah, I got caught in some other things, man. But um, I know it's quick. Let me, I just want to get my two cents in. Man, I told you I was coming. I mm-hmm. told y'all that last week. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm moving up. I'm about to catch Big Woo. And James think he's gonna catch Big Woo, but James ain't even worried about me. You know, the Big L is coming. The Big L is coming. Uh, I took some chance. I took some risks this week. I, I, I admit that I took Arizona. It was uh, they almost took care of business for me. Uh, I'm really. Uh, this is one. That's one. We keep the lead when Baltimore beats New England today, because I think all of y'all went with New England. I think I'm going to uh, keep the lead by picking, you know, uh, Baltimore. Did Did y'all pick anybody? Pick Baltimore? Anyone? No, nope, no. But nobody. But nobody picked the Steelers. So hey, I'm I'm back in it. <laughs> You're right. I did not pick the Steelers and dang on Vinny Terry, Mr. Dang on field goal. Could have won the game for me. But, you know, here we go. It's it's uh it's gonna be interesting. It's coming down to the wire, that's for yeah. sure. I think uh I think I only got like a one game or two game lead or something like that. On 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 the yeah. on you and uh J T I believe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm it's one game. three games. Mm. It might okay. be three. Donnie, where you at in all this, man? I mean, where's, where's Donnie? You know what? I'm gonna be honest. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. 
Um, I've, I haven't been taking it as serious as I should. I've been whenever y'all see my picks, I literally looked at who played who five minutes before I sent them over there. <laughs> Me and, too. So, I'm about to start studying, and I'm about to get back into this thing and make a second half comeback. I'm about to actually pay attention to the matchups, the weather. The whole field Everything. Of <laughs> you know, I, I, I haven't been focused, but here I come. Look out for me. Well, I mean, you know, I'm 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 pretty good at this thing, man. So you know, I mean, if you look at my fantasy football record, I'm like seven and one in the fantasy football. I you know, it's like all year long. If I didn't get to draft my team. <laughs> so I'm, I'm highly upset about it. I might I might have a good record. I do not actually know, in the ESPN league. Everybody out. Yeah, in the ESPN league. Uh, uh, now, not, I'm not talking about the off-topic league, but in the ESPN league, uh, I think you are like second place, maybe. I mean, second or third. I oh, mean, you, you, yeah, you up there, man. I mean, I, I would have to get involved, man. I, I'm back. I'm coming back right there. <laughs> well, I, I beat the daylight. Hey, the, the way. The- the way James was keeping score, man, I was like, I was three games up on Donnie. I go 12 and two, 12 and three, and he passed me. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to do a recount. I actually haven't been paying attention myself. JT might be robbing me for a game or two. JT robbed me two straight weeks. Yeah, y'all always gonna play me like I'm Bill Belichick, man. Yeah, yeah. I got double check with that JT. You know what I'm saying? Be too sure. Oh god, oh god. All right, let's see, Donnie. History game correction. I walk by. Yeah, Donnie, you five and three. Yeah, you uh, you you five and three. You oh, in there? Yeah. Right. My bad boy, Donnie. They played all year. They paid attention all year. Ain't, ain't changed the lineup since they drafted him for me. Oh wow. <laughs> But yeah, they uh, well, your whoever drafted your, the auto draft is working out for you. Man. I mean, maybe you should do that every year. <laughs> I don't think so, but I'm I will take that. Absolutely. All right, so uh, let's get into uh, some NBA before we run out of time. We're getting down to the nitty gritty here, but uh, uh, like like I was saying, the Lakers uh, the Lakers look pretty good. I think they only got the one loss to uh, Toronto. Or, or did they? Yeah. Or did they just lose last week? No, it wasn't. They they won the other day against uh against uh whoever they won against. But the Lakers are, are looking pretty dominant, like we figured. The Clippers are looking pretty good, but the Golden State Warriors guys. I mean, are they going to be able to bounce back uh, from this? We'll start with you, Big Les, on the on the NBA talk. Uh, the, the Golden State Warriors without. Um, Steph Curry without of course Kevin Durant without Klay Thompson um, are they good enough to, to get back in the in the thick of things and make the playoffs well I, I think they'll make the playoffs I mean eight teams make it so yeah, and, and, and you know there's teams that make it with with, um, with with bad you know with bad records um, I think it's still early Steph Curry you know he he um he went out at a good time. It's not like he went out in the middle of the season or toward the end of the season. Right. Um, I think that, you know, one thing I think that, that we have to remember is, you know, if they can probably, if they can just stay in, in the middle during this time that he, that he's not playing, right. then I think they'll be okay. You know, but um, I think the clip, I think the Clippers have taken off and started very, 
very strongly. Um, and it's still early. Like, I, I really don't really look at NBA and start placing teams where they need to be until about the 2025th game, you know, because teams are still filling out each other, yeah. um, getting used to philosophies, and, you know, people start to scout differently and make adjustments. So you should, you just, I usually got to give it a couple of a couple of weeks before I really just say, oh, they, they tight. Yeah, I mean, but what a fall from grace, though. I mean, all the, you just figured that team would stay together because you they were able to pay everybody. Everybody could stay, you know. And then they go from you know being this superstar, super super team, um, to to having no superstars <laughs> at all. I mean, granted, they're gonna get uh, Steph uh, Steph Curry back. They're gonna get Clay Thompson back, and of course Draymond Green, but. I mean, even with those three guys, we said it before that, you know, they they won before Kevin Durant got there. Um, is that still the case? Uh, is uh, Donnie, is, is the Golden State Warriors, when Steph comes back, when when um, when um, Clay comes back and they have, you know, uh, that, that nucleus that they started the, their dynasty with, um, are they going to be able to be – have they has has time went on and and teams gotten better uh that that nucleus of of a squad those three guys are they still able to get it done nope and i'm <laughs> going to tell you um you know over the course of that time they've been able to have a com- a, a nice little combination of of luck as in all of the guys were able to stay healthy of a, for the most part during those runs um, the other teams were weren't whether it's Chris Paul when he went out with the Rockets or um, uh, you know Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love going down in the finals. You know, don't get me wrong, Golden State was a good team, but they have a little bit of luck to go along with. Mm. They were always able to fit in nice little pieces. You know, whether it was Harrison Barnes and and um, and what was this guy's name, um, David Lee and them in the first run, all the way down to you know Sean Livingston and um, uh, you know. Andre Iguodala and them guys like that catching along with it. They had nice little pieces, JaVale McGee, that they fit in. Well, not only are um, Draymond, Clay, and Steph, even when they get back together, not going to be, you know, they're going to need that additional help. They'll have to rebuild that. But everybody else around them is getting better at the same time. Um, Milwaukee's still going to be a nice team to contend with over the next few years. Um, Philadelphia, hopefully my Minnesota Timberwolves get themselves together because they definitely got the talent. Um, Houston, we'll see what happens with that. But all the other teams around them are getting better at the same. Brooklyn's going to be coming out of the East, you know, Philly out of the East, Milwaukee. So it's not going to be a cakewalk in the finals, as well as that Western Conference is always tough. And I just don't think those guys are going to be able to make that grind again. Because, like I said, even during the first run, they had a little bit of luck to help them along the way. Yeah. So I just don't know if they're going to not they'll always be a perennial playoff team, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to make it over the hump again. JT, I mean, you being a Golden State Warriors fan, I mean, do you think uh, KD saw this coming? One of the reasons why he left, I know watching him on first take, he did mention that one of one of the thoughts in the in the, in, the, in his mind and the, the part of the process for him leaving has something to do with Draymond Green and and uh, I guess the way Draymond Green and him clashed uh you could see it on the court but is it KD like a um 
you know, can he see the future? Can he? Or did he see the deterioration coming from the Golden State Warriors? I mean, of course, you couldn't see the injury coming with with Clay Thompson and 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 Steph Curry. But I mean, was there? Do you think there was something inside? The, you know, that locker room that was just a little toxic and and and, and made uh, KD leave and and so the demise of the Golden State Warriors. No, I think when Katie revealed on first take that Draymond hurt his feelings, I think I said more so about his mindset. <laughs> and as far as the as far as you know, the Warriors man, I think he had our run. You know what I'm saying? And then for the injuries and things that happened the way that happened, and you look at this season, you know, carry out and now Draymond dealing with the finger and he he not playing. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we made a, a solid run. I don't see us as a playoff team this year. Because, I mean, Steph is gone for the next three months. And, I, you know what I'm saying, we lost to the Charlotte Hornets last night. I mean, I'm sorry. I it, I still look at the game <laughs> for what they are. And if you can't beat the Charlotte Hornets, you're not beating nobody in the league. So, I mean, we got a long season ahead of us. Yeah. And I'm going to be looking at a lot of college games this year to see who's going to be <laughs> the top pick. Uh, because that's what we're looking at. I don't yeah, have I- the confidence. You know what I'm saying? Clay's not going to play this year, and I wouldn't want him to play this year. I want him to be 100% healthy when he comes back. Yeah. As well yeah. as Curry. We're not going to turn Curry into James Harden. God knows we don't need that. We just need him to come back healthy. And um, the Warriors, you know, as far as us rebuilding and getting back to being a contender and contender for playoff fans, but this year right here, it's not. We, we're not that team anymore. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think, really. I think, too, that. Um, Go ahead. I think, too. When, when the, we talk about the injuries, y'all got to remember for the last four or five years, they played from October to June. Yeah. You know, so yeah. they, they haven't had a rest. Their bodies are winning, you know, and, and it's just the wear and tear of the bodies too, no matter how much you take, you know, your body needs rest. And that's why I think LeBron James is going to have such a great season because his season was over when the, when the NBA was over and he's had all this time to rest. He didn't play over the um, – you know, he didn't play over the summer. So I think that's something else we, we also can look at too. So Yeah. Actually, fatigue got to be a part of it. I mean, they play well into, like you said, uh, the summer. And, you know, that's that's got to be a part of it. I just don't – I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, to be honest with you. I, th- I know you said, you know, as long as they stay in the middle somewhere. But I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, especially if, if JT is right and Clay Thompson is not coming back at all this year. I mean, I don't th- I don't see it happening. I mean, we already seen that Steph and, and Draymond can't do it alone um, because they hadn't – I don't think they've won a game this year. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they won anything yet this year, <laughs> a game. So, I can't see them – One game all year. One game. They got one well, game. We're about, so we about to see how great uh, Steph uh, – not Steph, but Curry is as a coach. It, exactly. You know, we, we've been talking about the talent – and all like that. Now you don't have the talent. This is where you become a great coach. Right. You know, you, you know, win, and I put yeah. that in air quotation marks, a great coach, you know, because you don't have anything. What are you going to do to make something? Right. You know, right. right. You got to be, you got to scheme and game plan. All right. So um, we'll see what happens with the Golden State Warriors, but I'm still on record saying I'm I'm stay on record saying that the Golden State Warriors won't make the playoffs and it's going to the in the Western Conference is going to come down to the Lakers and the Clippers. <clears throat> so there's going to be no away game. <laughs> so they ain't both playing the same gym. Mm. So there's no nobody's going to be away. Everybody is going to be like 
four home games or six home games or how Wouldn't many? that be interesting? That's going to be interesting. I mean, wow. You'll never – because they can play games like the next day. Ain't nobody traveling nowhere. Right. They can play all them games in a row. Let's <laughs> go and get this – Let's go to get this over with. You know what I mean? Um, but, JT, you got an over and under for us? Yeah, I sure do. All right. Let's... Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. All right, whenever you're ready, bro. For the first time in this past World Series between the Washington Nationals and the Houston Astros, the World Series champion didn't win one home playoff game. It means that that the road team won every game in that series. So my question to y'all is, will we ever see this in the four major professional sports? Will we ever see this happen again? Where the road, where the team that wins the championship loses all their home games but they win all the road games. Will we ever see this happen uh, again in this second sport? Wow. I mean, that's never happened either, has it? That's a first. No, it's never happened before. It's the first time that that's ever happened in the four major second sport. I think it'll be a long time before it ever happens again. It's just that's just so weird and random. And, like, who would have ever thought you'd win every <laughs> lose every home game and win every road game and win a championship? That's just so weird, and I don't, I don't think we'll see it again. I, I really don't think we'll, there there will be at least one home win for somebody. I mean, uh, I, I don't think that's, that that could ever happen. So I'm going under on that one. Jay, uh, Donnie, what do you think? I'm gonna have to go under on that as well. Um, it happened, so obviously it can. But mm-hmm. it's a reason why with four major professional sports. That play series all the time. This has never happened before because it's just so that unusual. Like you said, a team is going to win at home, and if they can't win at home, then nine times out of ten they can't be good enough to win all of their games on the road. <laughs> exactly. So something that happens is truly amazing, and I don't plan on that happening anytime. And if it does, I don't think anybody on this phone will be alive when that moment happens, takes place. So if yeah. it does, if we still here, I'm calling you all. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, watch the next year. Yeah. Uh, Big Les, what do you think? Well, it's taking it's taking this long for it to happen. So to say it would never happen again, that that's um, you know, I would never say that. Um, but um, no, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, it will happen no time in our lifetime. That, yeah. That's that's uh, that's crazy. So that's a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. That's a, I think it's a once yeah. in a lifetime thing that we we will never see that again. Um, but who knows? Stranger things have happened. There's a first time for everything, so um, it may be a second time for it, but not. We won't see it. All right, yeah. so that's all we got, man. Uh, thanks everybody that's joined us on BigWoodRadio dot com. Everybody's got the app and and stuff like that. We appreciate you. Uh, tune in Tuesday, the Bruliana Show. With uh, the poet that got us and JB Mister Two Ninety Nine and check us out again Friday on um, 
the Floetic Poetry Show. We'll be back Sunday on the Off Topic Sports. So thanks everybody that follows us on all our social media at Big Woo Radio. Great job uh, Friday night, Donnie, for the call for the Rocky River Ravens. I want to thank uh, Coach uh, Orlando Gray for coming through and talking to us about uh, a tough season. Basically, uh, you know, a tough season. But we know it was a learning season, a growing season for the for the for the young fellas, and uh, they'll come back next year and make us proud. Uh, anybody got any shout outs, Donnie? You got you shouting out anybody? No, nah, just the um, Rocky River Ravens, man. As you said, the kids played their heart out all year. The record doesn't indicate how well they played. Bill Parcells, my favorite coach, is famous for saying you are what your record says you are. Mm-hmm. But in the case of these kids, I actually don't believe in that, and I normally otherwise do, but. These kids played the toughest schedule probably in the country, but by far in the state of North Carolina, mm-hmm. being as though seven of their games were against the top 25, four of them against the top five. Like, it was just an unreal schedule. The kids hung in a lot of games that they shouldn't have been in, but they, they were just in them off sheer determination. And as you said, it's a learning experience, so they're going to be better next year. So shout out to the Rocky River Ravens. Look forward to covering you guys next year. Absolutely. Um Big Les, you got any shout-outs? Nah, no shout today, man. You know, I, but I, I guess maybe one. You know, I just want to give a shout-out to all the people listening to Big Woo Radio, man. Y'all been doing it, laying it down, running it the way y'all want to run it, doing y'all thing, y'all dream, and um, good outlet for just local guys and everyday people that just want to express their views and opinions, man. So big up Absolutely. to Big Woo. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. JT? Man, shout out to y'all, man, and also shout out to um two teams that we'll be covering over the next um four to five months. Uh both uh Clinton College and Winter start their seasons on the road this week. So big shout out to them. We look forward to doing their home games this upcoming season. Big shout out to them. Absolutely. Very nice, very nice. All right, so that's it, man. Thanks again everybody for listening. Um, and we'll check you out on Tuesday. Don't forget, email us your family that might be in need of a um, Thanksgiving dinner because uh, we're trying to feed them. Trying to feed a family for Thanksgiving, man. Um, email the information, contact information to jt at bigwooradio.com. It's jt at bigwooradio.com. All right, so on behalf of my man, James JT Thompson, Adonis Donnie Martin, JB, Mr. 299. Nima Shining Star L, the Poetic Goddess Nyana Renee, Big Les, Lil Bucky, Spacio Bigger, Kendra D. I'm Big Woo. It's Big Woo Radio. Peace. God bless. We out. I fall back in order to avoid contamination The game is full of garbage, nothing about it that's motivate. I listen to your bars, I'm disappointed in y'all Thought y'all was working, can't believe what I walked in on When I came through that door, folks said it at 94 You're so listening to Big Woo Radio Radio